a moment or two to the angry young man With his foot in his mouth and his heart in his hand He's been stabbing the back, he's been misunderstood It's a comfort to know his intentions are good And he sits in a room with a lock on the door With his knives and his medals laid out on the floor And he likes to be known as the angry young man Hey everybody and welcome to episode 29 of Not All Bad uh, I'm your host, Zach Andrews This is Paul Messman And they got a gift we do. We do have a guest. Yeah, we're really slacking when we're letting him introduce himself. We're not Man. even mentioning yeah. that he's here. <laughs> you let me in the house. You don't even let me walk around a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Adam. Uh, I went to a college with Zach. Been friends with him for a little bit. He's actually going to be... And Paul. You just didn't meet him. Uh, technically, yes. I did go to college with Paul. <laughs> um, True. <laughs> I've listened to Paul speak for about 20 hours over the last few months or so. <laughs> Um, and he became aware of my existence about a couple hours ago. So that's <laughs> true. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Excited to be here. Thanks for having me on. Let me say that. We're really uh, excited to have you. Let me say that I, I'm really proud of you. That you're probably the only person, and and if there's someone else who this applies to as well, feel free to reach out. I think you're the only person who's had the audacity to actually listen to every episode we've released or almost every episode we've released before coming on as a guest. That was like a main focal point of your uh, request to be a guest. Right. So I think audacity is the right word there. Um, yeah, we've definitely had some uh, bullshit faker guests in the past. Uh, this you, We usually have some trash guests, but we're excited to have a real guest here. This yeah. Time. Holy yeah, shit. Th- this, one's f- this one is for the posers who came on before me. All right. <laughs> hey, I'm right or die. Hey, the only reason... The only reason you weren't the first one is because you just had to spend so much time really getting to know us and the show and being a- accustomed with the culture yeah. and, the, and the kind of the content we put forth. That's why you weren't the first yeah. one. Let's be honest here. Yeah. I had to learn the rhythms, the flows before I really dove in, you know. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we're, we're really happy to have you. I think this is going to be a great episode. I'm really excited. Uh, before we get into it, though, I got to do all this bullshit up front, so let's just get it over with. Uh, hey, if this is your first time listening, welcome. We got a great guest today, so listen to the other episodes as well. We're each going to take a turn ranting on a topic that we picked. Uh, we're going to get pissed off. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then, uh, normally, we would uh, randomly draw a topic from a hat and, and rant on that for a bit. Um, but uh, with a guest on the show, there's just not enough time for that. So we're going to skip on to what we call the positive rants of the show and we're each going to take a turn ranting on something that makes us happy. And uh, that's the show. Uh, the show is available on SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, and per the information revealed in the last episode, Overcast as well. So you can find us mm. on all of those services. And we're on Twitter at NotAllBadShow. Uh, and then, of course, you can always reach out to us via our email, NotAllBadShow at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to be a guest like Adam... Although, really, who is like Adam? If you want to be a guest and try to be like Adam, yeah. good luck. You can email the show at notallbadshow at gmail.com can and I let ju- us know you're interested. Can I just jump in here real quick? I feel like you I'm can. getting built up a little bit too much for my liking, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> uh, All right, I'll cool it. Let's just go ahead and lower that bar uh, a little bit, uh, if, 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 if we could. You know. No, yeah, we'll, we'll tone yeah. it down a little bit, just for you. <laughs> but they, uh, they then, do respond then, very quickly on the email, by the way. If if you are curious about reaching out, they do respond very quickly and timely on the email. I will say it's 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 extremely hit or miss. <laughs> I For mean, you, it was fast. We're, we're basically sitting in front of the email at all times, waiting for the one email a month we get. Yeah, uh, it's true. And so yeah. once we get it, we're pretty excited. 
They have, yeah, they have that is just true, a actually. notification that goes to every device as soon as they get an email. <laughs> uh, speaking of emails, again, uh, if you want to s- provide a random rant for the show, uh, like we talked about a little bit ago, you can do that as well at notallbadshow at gmail.com. Just put random rant idea in the subject line. Yeah, and I, and I want to add, I know that we've, I think this is the third straight episode with a guest, and so we haven't <clears throat> done these random rants in a while, but... Uh, rest assured, if you've submitted them, we will get to them. Uh, we have some exciting episodes planned ahead as well uh, that will Im- definitely implement your random rants as they likely won't have guests in the f- uh, until we get some more guests. Yeah, so uh, just a little heads up, a little housekeeping stuff. Uh, we're doing a Christmas episode next episode. It's going to be December 23rd, I think, is when it comes out. So that's just me and Paul. And then a New Year's episode, which I believe is January 6th. On the following episode and we've got another guest on january 20th so uh, it's just me and paul for the next two episodes um but you can still listen because they're going to be special about christmas and new year's and stuff so um that's what the future of the show looks like uh, but but let's live in the present all right it's a gift that's why we call it the present uh <laughs> paul do you remember who who's supposed to start us off with the negative rants uh today because i oh, don't oh buddy i'm g- i'm gonna tell you that you should start zach all right, um, you just—is that what you're going to tell me, or is that what's correct? That is what I'm going to tell you because I have no idea. Yeah, so, good answer. I don't have any little, idea. Either. Little peek behind the curtain here from the guest. <laughs> <laughs> um, about ten minutes ago, we were chit-chatting while things were getting set up. Uh, Zach and Paul both discussed who was going to go first on the <laughs> negative rant, and they decided to let's do it live. That's just part of the show. As an avid listener and a guest on this episode, maybe that gets figured out before the show. Because that 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 was not great, to be honest. (laughs) You're you're getting the full real experience here. I mean, we included you on the pre-show call, so there's nothing that I mean. I basically don't talk to Paul unless two weeks pass and it's time for another episode. So (laughs) I don't know what you expect from us. I I guess I pulled the curtain back a little bit too far on that one. It's too far. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll keep it closed for the rest of the episode. All right, go, go ahead, Zach. We did you a favor by by not continuing to hype you up. Can you do us a favor and just pull that curtain right. a little bit closer, please? Right. Fair, fair is fair, you know. If you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. All right, so um, I guess it's my turn. So uh, two weeks ago was Thanksgiving, which I know makes me a little bit late here, um, but it's better late than ever, as they say. And uh, I knew that I would forget to talk about this if I waited until next year. And really, let's be honest, more importantly, I really don't have anything else to talk about this week anyway. So I was really scrambling. Um, But this is a good topic. Uh, Thanksgiving is is pretty much supposed to be all about family. Um, I mean, I didn't know this until this year, but the following Sunday is apparently the year's busiest travel day, which... I find a little bit interesting that so many Americans travel just for two days off because <laughs> I'm kind of the mindset that most of these people, it's not really that much about family. It's kind of more about how hard it would be to cook the iconic Thanksgiving meal on your own. <laughs> I think people probably just go home so their grandma can cook for them or whatever. I don't really think that a lot of people care that much about seeing their family, but that's a tangent. That's not even what the rant's about. The rant today is about what it's like to actually live with your extended family for a few days as you celebrate this holiday. (laughs) 
And I should say that before we get started, I have a very small family and it's actually extremely normal and drama free. So I imagine that this gets even worse when you have kind of more of an average level of family size and craziness. But um, this is at least the case for me. I don't know if it's applicable to everybody, but you guys can weigh in on that. The first problem that I have with this is when you get up, uh, you're home for break or whatever, you got family in the house, it's more than your parents. And as soon as you wake up, you kind of have to brace yourself because you know that as soon as you open that bedroom door, you're going to get bombarded with about six difference. Oh, well, look who's up. (laughs) Look who's up. Are you kidding me? I work a job. I wake up at six in the morning every goddamn day of the year. And then I go work out. Do you do that? Do you guys work out every morning? Because I don't think so. I do. This is my first two days off since July. Do you guys mind if I maybe sleep in for two hours? Is that allowed? Is that too much to ask? It's 8 o'clock in the morning. Am I I missing anything? The only thing that I would be missing is the same family stories I've heard every Thanksgiving since I developed object permanence. All right? I don't need to hear the same thing every time. And the football games don't... I I know all you're going to do is watch football for the next 48 hours. Okay? And eat. So don't tell me that I don't 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 throw that look who's up at me. Is this something that you guys even like is this is this only my household or what? I get hit with this every single holiday from every single family. Sometimes even my own father. You've known me for my entire life and you know my sleep schedule. Why is this a surprise? <laughs> so, you're you're not going to like this, Zach. Um Oh, uh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'm probably on the other side of this argument is I'm the one sitting there at 745 (laughs) as my mom comes stumbling out of her room and I say, oh, nice of you to join us, which is basically a cousin, (laughs) which is basically a cousin of look who's up. That's the worst cousin. (laughs) I mean, it's a step cousin that, you know, he's there at Thanksgiving, you know, but so I'm on the other side of this is every Thanksgiving I have basically the opposite talk with my mother of when I I tell her what time I go to bed and what time I wake up because I'm one of those morning people as you or I don't know if you said morning people but you know I I didn't and I'm not even not a morning person I'm just saying like maybe on maybe on the first day maybe it's a weekend basically can I sleep in so I understand the days off argument but the whole like it messes up my calibration if I don't stick to the schedule. You got to stick to the That's schedule. That's fair. Yeah. If, if I do two, if I about... do two, three days of waking up at 9 a.m. and then I try to do 5.30, 6 a.m. Monday morning, there's no shot. That's fair. I mean, I'm not talking anything drastic here, right? I'm not talking 11, 11 a.m. wake-ups. I'm not talking afternoon wake-ups. I'm just saying 8 in the morning. I got hit with an 8 in the morning. Look who's up. That's unfair. <laughs> That's unfair. That's unfair. I think 8.30 is the, uh, the cutoff there. <laughs> yeah gr- hey grow up <laughs> see i have a, a slightly different experience or at least perspective here which is <clears throat> i'm currently and for the next couple months still will am living with my parents um and so this is a pretty regular saturday morning saturday morning <laughs> occurrence which is it won't even be that late uh, but the variance that i usually experience is walking into the kitchen and my dad will look me in the eyes and say, oh, good morning. And then he'll glance at the clock and be like, oh, barely, like barely morning still. I guess I can still barely say that. 
Um, and that's a pretty, it could be 7 a.m. It could be 11 a.m. No matter what, not that I usually sleep until 11 a.m. anymore, but or that you get up at 7 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Neither of those really happens, uh, <laughs> but for my job, I don't have to get there till nine. So I'm usually wake up at eight. Anyways, I am a lazy person, uh, but I experience that like at least once a week. And so it, I don't really have to, at this point in my life, don't have to wait for a holiday to experience that. So th- this past Thanksgiving, I had a bit of an interesting situation. My, I, I stayed at my fiance's family's, like, her, I stayed at my fiance's aunt's house the night of Thanksgiving. Okay, getting, getting, into the, getting in good with the extended family. Oh, yeah, family. We're, really, we're really diving in here. Um, <laughs> but that Friday morning was a real kind of tough question because, you know, I, I was awake at 5.36 a.m. I heard stuff going on outside of the room we were staying in. But the question is, do you go out there on your own or do you just <laughs> kind of play dumb and hang out in the room and just like search <laughs> Twitter for the same thing like you search? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're basically like a caged rat at that point until your fiance wakes up and you feel comfortable walking behind her out into the living room. So that's a whole new kind of uh, tweak to this to the situation you find yourself in. That's a good point. Um, I think my strategy would be 530 is excessive, right? You look like some kind of psychopath if you walk out at 530 in the morning. Yeah, I mean, that's like Christian Bale, like American psycho type stuff, you know? Right, yeah. I wouldn't dare. But I would wait till later and I would – because here's the thing, right? Here's the thing about about families of a significant other is it's always very easy to sway them in your favor if you just act a little bit better than their own child. (laughs) Like if you come out and you if, if you know that you know, she's gonna wake up at eight or whatever and you come out you hit hit him with the seven seven thirty wake up. Okay. The the line that really plays here is you can sleep when you're dead. <laughs> Anyone above thirty just eats that up. You and the line you're always big on lines. Oh, I, got a, I will say, I mean, Adam. You, I, I got an arsenal. You, you know. <laughs> yeah, you really do. It's like a roll. Adam it, has taught me so yeah, many lines. It, I, I didn't want to say this earlier up front, but I'll give you. I'll give you this. I'll throw you a bone. Adam is basically my mentor. Remember, he's been really pushing for that so title. Do you remember what we talked about with the building me up and the the curtain? <laughs> if that deal is going to stay the same, easy on the mentor talk. All right. Well, look, I just I I was gonna get to the the beer pong story. Okay. Specific mentor specifically rated a beer pong where you told me all the the fun catchphrases that you're supposed to drop on your opponents. Yeah. I'm just using it as an example to say that you're a big catchphrase guy. I mean, so I, I have a rolodex of about fifty situations <laughs> where <laughs> no matter the situation, no matter the time, I have the the comeback, the phrase where that needs to be played. It's key. Yeah. But yeah, it's a good line though, for sure. I I just like the. I really live for the like getting up and uh, getting hit with like the oh you're up early huh I know she wouldn't do that <laughs> yeah feels good but I mean there, there's also a fine line to balance there of oh yeah you know <laughs> it would be good for about ten hours and then you finally get into the room that night and then you're in for another three hours of what the hell was that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can't do that on a Tuesday night when we're just hanging out you know. <laughs> so it, it is a fine That's line fair. yeah it's a it's a it's a tough it's a tough move to pull off um i don't really have too much more to add uh that was that was the main crux of what i was going to say all in all though i i really don't appreciate uh i think a lot of extended family members 
because they don't have the direct connection that your parents have with you watching you grow up uh kind of on a day-by-day basis they still see you as like the the kid who just uh, pulled on grandpa's pant leg to play checkers like every 30 minutes right I, i i think i don't think they they really don't tend to see you as an adult even when you are so you get treated like a kid a lot and uh I, I don't like it. I don't appreciate it. All right, I'm an adult now. I, fortunately, we don't have the, like I said, my family is really small, so we don't have to typically resort to the kids' table, adults' table thing. And I like to think that by now, I, it's been years since I've had that situation. I think by now I'd be afforded a spot at the adult table, but the way I'm treated sometimes, I'm not so sure, and that puts me on edge, and I don't like it. And that's uh, that's kind of the, underment- the, the fundamental underlying uh, point of my argument here today. So I think the rule is once you host at Thanksgiving, that's when you get graduated to the uh, the adult table. I think oh, I, th- I think is the rule here. <laughs> that's such a that's such a long time. Well, get used to the kid table, bud. <laughs> you, know, you just bought a house, man. It's not fair. <laughs> I mean, I, say, but I hope my parents are still alive by the time I'm ready to host Thanksgiving. <laughs> well. All right, we'll keep that metric. I'll keep that metric in my back pocket. I don't know if I subscribe to it, but I better get working on getting a house real soon by next year. I mean, to, fa- be, to be fair, that that KPI was imagined about fifteen seconds ago. So I I, w- I would check other sources before you you buy a house for that purpose. You know. Oh, it's too late. I'm already. Yeah. I'm looking on uh, Zillow right now. I just bought one. So, too slow. <laughs> Uh, that's going to wrap up everything that I had to say on uh, on whatever that I, – I don't even know what I'm going to call that. Well, I'll come up with something creative when I have to fill out the, the iTunes description. I don't know what that topic was, but um, <laughs> I'm done. So unless you guys have more to add, uh, Adam, feel free to, to take it away with your rant. Okay. Um, as an avid listener, I'm honestly surprised that this has not been brought up in the last 20 to 30 episodes. And I'm afraid as soon as I kind of say what I'm going to be talking about, Zach is going to steal the show and just go on, <laughs> just go on his own 10-minute rant. That doesn't sound like me, because, does it? <laughs> because I know this may bother him more than it bothers me, and that is the term or word Here we go. adulting. <laughs> oh, so let me tell you about this one time, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so... There's a lot of different ways to start with this, with adulting. Yeah, there is, isn't there? Um, how I'm going to start it is, uh, over the summer, me and Zach got lucky enough. We went on a little beach trip down in Mexico. Um, Fantastic. Stayed at a very, very nice, all-inclusive resort. You know, uh, Cancun's very affordable, by the way. You know, it wasn't anything crazy, but in terms of adulting, we were doing okay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> as, we were, as we were kind of walking out and checking out... <laughs> We saw a guy in the lobby wearing a t-shirt that said, adulting is hard. He obviously went to Walmart like a week before, bought it for seven ninety nine, you know. And I just thought, what a weird, like, juxta- juxtaposition of things. For a man to be in like a, I'm not going to say five star, but I'll, I'll give it a four star resort in Cancun, Mexico. <laughs> All inclusive Cancun resort in Mexico, wearing an adulting is hard t-shirt. <laughs> He's obviously adulting, like, all right. Like, he's doing okay. It can't be that hard, bro. You're in Cancun. So, I mean, like, 
this may be a bit tough, but if a homeless person was wearing an adulting is hard t-shirt, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, bud. You are having a tough time. A grown man in a four-star resort in Cancun, Mexico? You don't need to be buying that t-shirt, let alone saying that phrase. So, what do you think his response would be if you walked up to him and said, "Sir, what is so hard about being an adult?" Yeah, what you what, think he'd say like, "Uh, bills." Yeah. So that kind of ties ties me into my last note I have here, is a lot of what people say is adulting, like what adulting is to a lot of people, is paying a bill that they know <laughs> is coming every single month, <laughs> and is roughly around the same amount every single month. You know, your power bill, your phone bill, whatever it may be. And I, I just can't imagine receiving, like, an email saying, like, hey, your power bill is going to charge you 60, 70 bucks this month. And you having the audacity to see that email and go into Twitter or whatever it may be and saying, adulting is so hard, they just charged me $60 for all the power I had in the last 30 days. And I, I think, so I, I graduated, uh, like, three, four years ago at this point. I think I'm maybe a year or two older than both y'all from what I've gathered about Paul and <clears throat> gathered about Paul and what I know about Zach. Um, I'll cut out that voice crack. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> I hope this is not just like a fake edit um, <laughs> and that you actually, on the you actually reel. do it. I will cut it out. I'm um, going on the blooper reel though, for sure. Okay. So as I'm saying, like I'm a 26 year old man and my voice cracks, um, I think the I, rule is if you goof on it, I can't cut it. It's too funny. Well, I mean, I'm not going to apologize for being too funny. So, <laughs> um, I think I've aged out of this a little bit, but I, I saw this a lot right after college was just like the tweets and the, I mean, whatever they may be about the adulting, that adulting is hard, things like that. And it just drove, it just drove me nuts. So I, I'm curious to hear your thoughts. I know Zach has some, from what it sounded like, Paul may have a few, um, so, I'm going to just go to town on adulting. I feel like I, I put it on a tee for y'all. <laughs> uh, Paul, take it away. I, I don't even know that I have much to say, but I'm just sitting in my chair shaking right now. <laughs> I, I don't even... I feel like this really... I would say it became popular like four years ago, but that was also around... I was like a... Man, years are hard. I was like a sophomore in college maybe at that point. And I, I don't know, once we got to college is really when I started noticing people saying that. And I, I, since leaving college, I feel like I noticed there's certain, like, loops or, I don't know, it's it's almost seasonally that, like, everyone as they age into college starts, like, making the same jokes and using the same those same phrases as they, like, age into it. And it's, it's something that has just always bothered me. Uh, in general, ma- the, the idea of turning nouns into verbs by adding an ing at the end was funny it's called for maybe a gerund. like what what do you say zach it's called a gerund well yeah but that i don't it's a fun fact really it's not really it a, is a, but hey, I'm, I'm talking that's, about the that's, uh, that's why he's good at trivia folks <laughs> <laughs> uh that's i mean uh the i these fake gerunds that people are coming up with though like to be funny <laughs> they were like funny for the first like, a couple times you hear, like, oh, yeah, <laughs> being adult, but, like, as a verb, so you just call it adulting. Were but then, they? <laughs> I don't know. I It just, <laughs> you hear it so often. And the the worst part about it to me is I feel like I heard it a lot from people I knew and cared about. And it just pained me to see them take joy out of calling it adulting 
and it's like I didn't have I didn't have the heart to tell them how much it bothered me and how how ridiculous it made them sound but it's it, it, I don't know it would be like you're in college with all your expenses paid by either loans or <clears throat> your parents and you're like man of the hundreds of dollars I have to budget for this month can't believe I have to pay five dollars to go eat out with my friends like adulting is hard like it, it just at, at, especially in college it seemed like the most ridiculous notion it's like you're not that poor you're just having to budget your money for the first time in your life <laughs> uh, that's that's a whole different rant topic yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> it's worse to be hurt by the ones you love though yeah it but is that's, true I think like, it's always disappointing to hear you know you never want to hear <laughs> yeah. that's and it's almost an automatic disqualifier I feel like <laughs> If you hear someone say adulting, you just say, all right, I'm done with you. Like, oh, I don't like you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thanks. It's the ultimate betrayal. Like, it's one thing when you see some, just one of those tweets that is, like, ma- made to try to go viral, that, that it's like, all right, you just roll your eyes, move on. Like, you don't, it's a stranger, you don't care. But then when it's, like, someone you love and care about, it's just the ultimate betrayal that they would find that funny and it, it hurts me really deeply and I, I don't know that I have much more to say about it but it, it just hurts uh, look <laughs> you know it's going to be good when Zach starts with a alright look <laughs> uh, li- life is just hard man <laughs> everyone is everyone has problems so there's no I don't feel bad for you, man, because I'm going through the same shit. (laughs) It's just just, I just don't like it. I don't like it one bit. And and I'm just I keep hearkening back to that visage of the guy in a four star resort (laughs) saying adulting is hard. Seriously, it can't be that hard, bro. Look where you are. To think he had to pack that T-shirt. Or he knew he was wearing it on the plane ride down to Cancun, Mexico, the beaches of Cancun, Mexico. That was a decision. It's just absurd to me. It's and it, yes. it was it did not feel ironic. If Zach walked down in that shirt, I would be like, Okay, that's funny. <laughs> this was not ironic in any way. And also I, I would like to add that usually the people that tweet this out are not the ones who find adulting very difficult. They're usually doing quite well. <laughs> it's true. So true. Yeah. Like I get it, man. It, it, it's tough out here, but we know you're not really doing anyone a service by announcing it. it we get it. It is, you know what? It damn well is hard. In fact, I don't even have a problem with the concept of life being hard. I have a problem with the concept of you using a, a made-up word because you you just can't. You're looking for something that doesn't exist. Adulting. I'm I'm. I, I really, I wish I had a lot more to say, and the reason I don't is because this was on my list of things to eventually rant about. Stepped on some toes, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's showbiz. (laughs) But uh, you really, you really covered it all. I mean, it's just fundamentally, it's just, it's, it's messed up. There's not really too much detail to get into here. It's just, it's just bad. It's a bad thing to do. It's a sin. You shouldn't do it. It's like if we came on the show and and talked about, hey, you know what I'm kind of sick of around this this part this around here around this city, crime. <laughs> like, yeah, what else to say, man? I don't like crime either. I don't like adulting. So I, I, adulting is a crime. I picked too obvious of a negative rant, basically. No, 
no, this is a great rant. I mean, it was so good that I almost talked about it. I'm just, I'm lucky I haven't yet. <laughs> um, I, I really, I can't contribute a lot more detail wise because I totally, uh, you, you covered it all. It's just wrong. It's just a wrong thing to do. You shouldn't do it. So don't do it. Grow up. <laughs> Ironically enough, you got to grow up to not say adulting anymore. Isn't that funny? It's funny how that works. <laughs> This should be one of the things that you can go back and, like, cancel people on. It's like, you know, people <laughs> people go back on people's Twitter history and just search for all these negative words to try to cancel them, you know? <laughs> they, should, they should include adulting in that Twitter search. And, like, if they find one of them, they're done. They're canceled. You're out of here. Yeah. I love it. I'm going to start doing that now. You, you know, the, the other thing about it that bothers me a little bit is that... So, with a lot of these trends, they'll start with people around our age or a little bit younger and then they'll move their way up until like some of them will stick with like older adults i i for if we have any older listeners i know that 40 isn't that old but whatever you uh, know we don't paul <laughs> <laughs> i'm just trying to cover our bases uh but the thing that may fr- that also frustrates me is you'll see like a 40-year-old woman or women, woman wearing a shirt that says something on the lines of like adulting is hard or like like I can't handle the morning till I've got a cup of coffee or like I can't yeah. handle the evening till I've got my cup mm-hmm. of wine and it's just like it's like my goodness like you've been going at this for 20 years at this point like have you still not figured out how to handle those mornings like my goodness <laughs> <laughs> that my goodness. that little like section of walmart is just a cesspool of people (laughs) oh my goodness (laughs) it's just i mean those are the women that sit on the couch uh thanksgiving morning like and they're the ones who came up come out and their husband says whatever zach was saying before you know of just like oh look who it is you know oh well well. yeah and then they just point to their t-shirt and say you know i haven't had my coffee yet or (laughs) whatever (laughs) And it's a picture of like Garfield right. in his bed. Yeah, it's baby. I, it's you. baby Yoda holding a hot chocolate or something. <laughs> oh, this man is up on the trance. Oh, hey, I'm plugged in, baby. I, I feel like my <laughs> ultimate fear might be that I fall in love, and then I get married to someone, and then discover that they have an adulting is hard T-shirt, and I have to pretend to not hate it as much as I do. That just that that terror I, that keeps me up thinking that anyone at any moment might secretly find that funny or endearing and I might not know until I'm in too deep. I think that's something they project long before you see the physical shirt. That's one of those (laughs) things that give a sign. So (laughs) I think Zach may have mentioned that I I just bought a house recently. I'm also getting, getting married in a few months. Uh, So my fiance has had ample time to say the word adulting. (laughs) <laughs> and i've known i was gonna rant about this for about three months now so i was kind of just waiting i was like you know give it to me just give it to me so i can you know rip you <laughs> not one mention of it and i could not be prouder Ooh. yeah it sounds like you're doing good yeah. it sounds like i'm you're glad you're locking yeah. that down i got a good one you know <laughs> this was a, this was the final test you know she she passed the adulting <laughs> test let's sign the papers you know <laughs> congrats man that's big news yeah. uh does anyone else have anything more to contribute to uh, the topic of adulting? I don't know how much more I can take, but if you do, feel free. <clears throat> I don't even like that we called the topic adulting because it makes it sound like the topic is about one of the topics that, like, of us trying to adult and being annoyed. I just, I'll phrase it better in the, uh, the God, iTunes I, description. I, yeah. I, I just I need to calm down yeah. from this. I'm still just 
on no, the edge don't of my calm seat. down. <laughs> don't calm down because it's your turn, Paul. Ooh, that it is. <clears throat> so, guys, this <laughs> I, it's almost hard to get as fired up about this, but I am fired up nonetheless. It, it has to do <laughs> with digital storage. Now, so th- this this comes in a lot of flavors. Uh, one is your phone. Uh, how it just no matter how big you make it by the like this the whether you have 126 gigabytes, 248, whatever you have. Um, it seems like inevitably somehow by the end of the time you have this phone, it will be full and you can try to, you, so you have to like, I don't understand how just the common man has to do so much data management throughout every day of his life at this point. It's ridiculous. I, in order to record this podcast, my computer had like eight gigabytes of data left and I had to start going through and deleting stuff because it's getting too full. And I was moving some of the stuff to an external hard drive and the external hard drive is starting to get full. It's just like, I, man was not meant to deal with this many variables of bullshit data that for some reason we can't bring ourselves to delete. It's so weird. And <laughs> I mean, I with my phone at least, I think the worst part about it is that is probably the culprit is photos and videos on my phone because anytime I'm taking pictures, like if I actually have a good reason to be taking a picture, whether it's of other people or of an environment, I'll take multiple pictures as if I'm a freaking professional photographer who's going to need multiple angles or takes to make sure he gets the best one. I and mean, then, to be fair, you are a professional videographer, Paul. Th- that so. is true, but <laughs> but not photographer. All right. I mean, but that <laughs> don't assume, get it twisted. That assumes that I'm going to do anything with these photos on my phone. I have. You could go back like years ago, and I, there will just be a string of twenty photos group photos that were never posted anywhere. They were never sent to anyone or distributed to anyone. I took them all because I thought, man, I need to make sure we have a bunch of takes to choose from as if we're publishing this somewhere meaningful. And and now it's like, I, I, I suppose I could go through all these old photos and delete them, but it's like, is this even a good use of my time to be going through, at this point, thousands of photos? It's overwhelming. So instead, I just keep buying bigger phones paying Apple more money per month for cloud storage so that it gets off of my phone. And the cycle just continues to ridiculous lengths. <laughs> uh, I have some other thoughts, but I wanna, I'll, I'll open the floor for you guys to share some. As I mean, well. if, you, if you have more to go, then go for it. I don't really have, I, I don't have anything that should stop you from talking. <laughs> so the, the other thing, so I, like you said, I, I work in the video business. Um, and a lot of my job showbiz, as they say, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is digital asset management. And so that's like, if we shoot that, video, that's something you say at Thanksgiving that just confuses the hell out of your grandparents. <laughs> yeah. They just have no clue what that means. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so it's like, all right, we just got done shooting video. We need to get the files off of SD cards onto hard drives so that those SD cards can be used for later jobs, and then. The, the thing is, like, if you're smart, and it, because hard drives and storage can fail, if you're smart, you will put everything on at least two drives. And so for, that just fills things up astronomically. And if you're in a rush, sometimes you'll accidentally have things on, like, three or four drives. 
because you're having to move them around to different locations or whatever. And so that's the other stressful thing is even with your personal documents, like if you're smart, if 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 your data actually matters to you, you should probably be backing up all of it, which means that we already have way too much data, but for every like gigabyte of data you create, like if you're really wanting to have like insurance that you don't lose it, you should have it in two locations. And it just it's it's an endless cycle that I, I deal with it at work, and I don't mind dealing with it at work because it's like literally my job. But then I come home and I turn on my computer to record this bullshit podcast, and my computer can't <laughs> hey, function. Easy, easy with that. <laughs> <laughs> because it doesn't have enough space on it. It's just, it never ends. It's, it's a horrible cycle. So for some reason, as you've gone this, through this whole rant, the only thing I can think about is, I think it's probably about five years ago at this point, there was a movie with Jason Siegel and Cameron Diaz where I saw the trailer of that movie about a million times. And the punchline, I think the title of the movie is called The Sex Tape. The punchline of that trailer is Jason Siegel turning around and just yelling, nobody knows what the cloud is. <laughs> and I, I, that, for whatever reason, that's all I could picture as you went on this beautiful three, four minute rant is just Jason Siegel yelling, I, nobody knows what the cloud is as their sex tape. Of is it because you don't know what the cloud is? I mean, it's a touch of that, yes. <laughs> but <laughs> my main rant here is that Jason Siegel is married to Cameron Diaz, which is just absurd. <laughs> but um, I, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, hang on, I'm googling. <laughs> I'm Google image searching real fast. <laughs> um, that's code for Zach doesn't know who Jason Siegel is. <laughs> no, I do. I just don't. I don't. I can't picture him. Um, I know his name's Seagal. It's the How right? I Met Your Mother. I mean, it's not Steven Seagal. It's Jason Siegel. <laughs> they're related. Oh, really? No, they're not. <laughs> oh. I was I was ready to believe you just on on your word alone. <laughs> and I have to ma- ma- like believe this is just going to be an exponential problem. Like this problem's not going away anytime in the near future. I just feel like more and more things are getting recorded. More and more things are getting saved onto hard drives and things like that. I can't imagine. I thought you were... Was it? I thought you were referring to the growing problem of people like Jason Siegel <laughs> marrying people like Cameron Diaz, which is also probably a trend that we that we are getting into, unfortunately. <laughs> well, and, and you're right, though, Adam, because... So, for example, with the phones, even as the hard drives get bitter, bigger in order to house more data, at the same time... With our phone, the cameras are getting more powerful. So that means even when I'm taking some garbage photo of just something in my room or of a piece of paper to remember something, that photo is being saved in a resolution above 4K. And so it's like with every like it's it takes up a bunch of data for just some really stupid photo for me to remember something. Like I'm not trying to take a photo out in the wilderness so I can get it published in National Geographic magazine if that magazine still exists in a physical form. <laughs> I like I'm just taking a picture of something stupid in my room, but then it's got to take up just as much space and so it's like we just keep on creating more stupid ways to create data fast just as fast as we're creating ways to store more data. It's getting ridiculous. And and in 150 years what is going to happen with that photo? Is that going to be like some intern's job in 150 years is to just go back through Paul's database from 2019 <laughs> and just clean out and just say, what is all this? What was God, he doing? 
I sure hope not, because there's going to be a lot of moments of why the hell did he yeah. save this photo from Twitter? Right. Uh, <laughs> you could just do, Paul, have you tried doing what I do? Where, um, so we all know it's important to back your data up, right? So typically oh, what I do is I uh, completely fill a hard drive or a computer or a phone full of stuff that it's very important to me. And uh, it, as it gets fuller, I'm forced to delete things I don't care about until it's chock full of 100% things I like and I care about and that are meaningful to me. And I spend one about one hour once a month thinking about like, hmm, I should really back this up. And then I don't. <laughs> I just don't. So you could just do that and then you would save a lot of space. <laughs> it's true. I could do that. Uh, th so th this all of this has reminded me of another rant that I have wanted to do, but it didn't seem like a full rant. So I'm going to oh, squeeze agree. it okay. in here since we brought up oh, we're gonna uh, double both up. movies and data storage, which is one of my biggest pet peeves in movies. This happens a lot in like spy movies where they're infiltrating some building is <laughs> they'll, they'll go to the computer. They have to get some kind of data from the computer. They pull out a flash drive, which at this point, other than its mobility is kind of a slow outdated data storage, <laughs> um, uh, way to store data um, and so and then they'll plug it into a computer and within 10 seconds they have copied all the files that they need to copy and this is so frustrating to me for the specific reason that as someone who's transferring files all day every day and for them to be getting like like potentially thousands of files especially if it's something big like video files or something like they're plugging it in it takes like 10 seconds to get it and for one it's going to take you like a solid minute just to find where the data is on the computer if not more and it's going to take you a while just to like set up how to drag things to the device and then most data transfer especially on flash drives if you're like it could take like several minutes if not hours even to transfer like, the, part of my job sometimes is just sitting at my computer on my phone waiting for 45 minutes for some data to transfer <laughs> so that I can use the data on the, the device it's transferring onto. And so it frustrates me a lot in movies when it takes them just a couple moments, plug it in, like, and then immediately they're ready to leave the room when really they'd have to be hanging out in there for quite some time. <laughs> uh, so <clears throat> imagine a movie where Tom Cruise is infiltrating uh he like he like repels down from a open skylight into a room do we have to imagine this i feel like this is a real movie yeah so yeah. far so far yeah. <laughs> so far you don't you can this, pick any yeah, number this of is Tom about Cruise 10, mi 10 different movies i can think of so far there's not much imagining <laughs> going on okay so pick your favorite tom cruise movie and when he goes to the computer and plugs the usb drive in he's been the next 30 to 45 minutes of the entire movie, which is about a, an hour and 20 minute runtime, hour and 45 minute runtime movie of him just sitting, like leaning against the computer and just waiting for the files to download. And, and Paul is in the fourth row just loving it. He's like, God, this movie's like, incredible. I'm just shouting yeah. in the theater, I feel represented because that is what I do all the time. <laughs> Paul, anything else to add to a to digital storage management? <laughs> <laughs> Our most riveting topic yet. <laughs> That's all I got. Zach. Man, what an, what an SEO is going to pop up on this uh, this episode? <laughs> <laughs>
Um, well, uh, you like uh, you get a uh, you get a second chance um, because it's your turn to do a positive rant. I like how second chance in, implies that that was an utter failure. But I was <laughs> trying to avoid that terminology, and I couldn't in time to swerve around that that phraseology, which I really didn't intend to use, but it's what I had and no, what I stuck fine. with. And you were forced you forced me to just make a U turn right back into it. So here we are in the midst of second chance, which I regret saying, but we have to deal with it. So either you know take your second chance or refute it or whatever, but it's your turn to go. Yeah, yeah. I so for my positive rant. I'm also in a roundabout way, t- not even roundabout, it's pretty direct. I'm talking about Thanksgiving as well. Uh, apparently, <laughs> I am not as uh, frustrated or uh, mad about it as Zach is. Um, That's usually which the is, case, isn't it? <laughs> which is that, uh, th- so this Thanksgiving, I had the opportunity to go uh, do it with some extended family, which I almost never get to do. Uh, both of my parents' ex- uh, siblings and their families. Uh, live in the Midwest, and my parents were the exception that moved away. And so, for most of my life, with only a few exceptions where we travel up to Michigan or Indiana, we have spent it just in Texas with like family friends, not actual extended family. And so, just as it's happened, I hadn't been to see like any of my cousins since uh, like high school, probably just being busy in college and things. I'd occasionally see, like, one of them, but I wasn't ever, like, with all of them. And uh, <clears throat> th- this is pretty straightforward. There's not too much to say about it, but I was just not surprised by it, but I I really enjoyed seeing family. Like, I, whereas <laughs> your extended family seemed to give you a hard time, Zach, I actually experienced, like, oh, wow, having cousins and seeing aunts and uncles is actually a pretty great experience. Uh, wow, made, like- way to make me look like a real bastard. <laughs> well i i wouldn't want to mislead the audience so i just speak the truth but uh but yeah it's one of those scenes where almost out of ignorance of not knowing any better i haven't known my cousins that well i see them just once every few years and really hadn't seen them much some of them hadn't seen them since i'd become an adult and it's one of those cool things where it's like oh like seeing cousins and hanging out with them like even though I haven't seen them in a long time, you just pick up where you left off. At least in my case, I guess I, I can't assume that everyone has a great family situation, but like, it was really nice, and I was reminded that having family is great, even through. You know, my family never gets like political at Thanksgiving, and so like all those memes about like what to do when politics come up with family have never resonated with me. I even got to witness yeah, firsthand political arguments at the Thanksgiving table as a spectator. It was it was a great event. I really enjoyed it. Uh, <laughs> An event. Thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> it really was. I mean, there was like the three people, like the one cousin and the uh, two uh, aunts and uncles who were heated in the discussion. The rest of us just hanging out, talking about the fact that uh, we were witnessing this argument and had nothing to add to it. It was really fun uh, and really bonded over that. So, yeah, I just really enjoyed seeing my family and it's something that I think it's easy to forget about sometimes, at least for me, since they literally are far away, but, uh, hanging out with cousins and stuff is a pretty fun experience. That's really sweet. That's wholesome. I'm sorry that I spent (laughs) about 15 minutes talking about, uh, why I didn't like that, (laughs) which I agree with. I mean, I agree with everything you said. So, so there, so fine. So there, yeah, you got him. You got him, Paul. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's all I've ever wanted. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I mean, I, I agree. I, I mean, I have, I have a pretty small family, so usually when we get together, we're able to get, like, the whole family together, including cousins, aunts, grandparents, and stuff like that, which is awesome. But, you know, it's like one of those things where, you, you I don't know, you just feel so comfortable with your family that, uh, that like, you know, sometimes I'll go hang out with my parents or something to go stop by their house. And, you know, I think, like, oh, I'll just stop by for a few minutes, say hi, and then head out to whatever you do. And it's like, you look up, you've been over there for, like, an hour and a half, and... Like, you know, it doesn't really feel like anything, any time has gone by. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I totally agree with just like, I don't know, you, you feel very comfortable, especially around certain friends, but there's a different type of comfortability around family um, that I, I don't think, yeah, I don't sure. think you can really match anywhere else. <clears throat> I think that's partially what I was getting at, all, even though I didn't meant say it explicitly, is that like, it's been easy for me to forget because I live so far from my cousins. And even with like my brother and sister, they're a lot older than me. So I don't see them super often, but there is a certain comfort level with family members that like, obviously you can be very close with friends to the point that they feel like family, but there is a certain level of connection with family members that and just the comfort you feel. That's just a little bit different. Very sweet, sweet stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know why you guys laughed. I meant that. Seriously, <laughs> it was very sweet. I, I just think it's funny your comment after hearing that is, all, is you just saying that is very sweet. <laughs> it's not you adding on or you agreeing. I, I don't know if I to be if you're gonna drag me into this. I mean, I, I don't, don't, don't want to back I you in a corner here, but I mean, I, I just I, just wanted to note that that's why we laughed. I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would agree with the fact that I feel more comfortable with my family than with my well, friends. Well, I take that as a great compliment to myself, one of your friends. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You should. That's how I meant it. Oh, uh, man. This is the point where I was really close to making an adopted joke, but then I decided to say I was going to make an adopted joke. We were all thinking it. <laughs> I almost got there in my rant. I just I, I decided not to. So It's the tip of my tongue. <clears throat> uh God, with that, sorry with, sorry with that note. Uh, uh, Adam, would you like to rant about your uh, topic, uh, positive rant today? I'd love to. Well, I'll cheer you up a little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I this I chose this as my positive rant a little bit a while ago. I've always been very nervous how I was going to bring it up because it it's a little bit of a fine line I got to balance here. I'm just <laughs> okay. going to say my positive rant is having money oh right okay so i'm gonna backtrack a little bit here and say my whole the whole idea behind behind this positive rant is i don't think a lot of people realize how lucky and basically lucky i think is the right word in most cases of just like most of my friends most of everyone i know is so lucky to be in the position that we are in especially having money and when I say having money, it's just like we're living comfortably. You know. You don't mean you don't mean wealthy. You mean I do. I like able to I, exist. And no means mean wealthy. Yeah. And I this first three minutes are just going to be me saying things very cautiously <laughs> <laughs> to not sound like a douchebag because I do not have a lot of money. I am not a wealthy person. I didn't necessarily grow up in a wealthy household, but I was always very comfortable. And I don't think enough people take that realize how lucky they are, and I think they take that for granted a lot of times. So this is me voicing how lucky I am, or how I realize how lucky I am, 
and just how grateful I am to just have money to be able to go on a random weekend trip. Uh, one example, so when I was in Stone College, I met up with a friend of mine who had graduated a couple years before me. And, you know, I basically asked him, like, you know, how, how, what's it like out there? And he said, you know, it's, it's fine. It's nice going to McDonald's and, like, not worrying about getting the drink on the side. Like, that's the type of money I'm talking about here. <laughs> right. Is, yeah. you know, you, you can go do something without thinking about it. And you can, you can go on a weekend. You know, you can, you can go to uh, beaches in Cancun, like me and Zach, in some cases, and just have a good time and, like, not really worry about it too much in most some cases. I mean, some, obviously, there's a lot of different levels here. But I think, especially people, a lot of people who went to A&M and had, like, the college experience, I don't think realize how great of an opportunity that is and things like that um i it turns out my whole rant was just me kind of very cautiously saying things to not sound like a douchebag um but i'm hoping y'all can kind of jump in and save me because this yeah to be honest did not go as a I thought eventually something else would come to me besides me be like backtrack <laughs> like me no, carefully no, treading no. but yeah i mean it's just and like a very nice feeling to like go out on a Saturday with some friends and not really think about every decision you make. Yeah, no, I get exactly yeah. what you're saying. And, uh, <clears throat> it, it, uh, I, I know exactly what you mean. And it's something that I've started to realize too, once I got out of college and got a job and stuff too, this topic, uh, makes me think of, um, we actually went to a, when Adam and I went to a, a wedding of a, a friend of all of us, actually, Paul, you know her as well, Amy. Uh, we oh, went yeah. to her wedding. I wasn't invited. And I wasn't invited we showed up. <laughs> he wasn't, I mean, he knows, he knows Amy. <laughs> we didn't need to, you didn't need to do that. I hope, I hope she's but, not a loyal listener. <laughs> I think she is as of oh, a few weeks ago. Well, so. Amy, you're not invited mine either, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. We went to the wedding and uh, we showed up uh, to pregame a little bit before we went. And Adam, you got uh, a certain amount of what, however money it was of Coors Lights. And immediately, me and our other friend were like, "How much do we owe you? What do we owe you? Thanks for the beer." And you're like, "Oh, it's nothing," because we were still in college at the time and you had a job. And you're like, "Oh, don't worry about it, boys." And I was like, "Man, that's kind of nice. That's that must be pretty nice, huh? <laughs> you can just you can just buy like twelve beers or whatever, and it's hey." Don't worry about it, boys. That's a good feeling. <laughs> so I think that's kind of the mark that we're trying to hit here with this rant is uh, you get out, you know, you get a job, whatever. And from now on, it's not really, it's not something that's permanently on your mind. You're allowed to relax a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Right. Now, not everyone is able to experience that level of comfort, which is a shame. But for those of us who are, it's a good feeling. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Zach. That was, that was very well put. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, I, I think what, what kind of comes to mind for me, and this is something I kind of think about often, is so I don't make as much money as I would like to. However, sometimes I kind of put it into perspective when I'm like, man, I wish I made more money. It's like, you know, like by comparison – I can still eat out about whenever I want and still be okay financially. And I think back to the fact that my mom has explained to me that when she was growing up, her family ate out maybe once a year at the time period equivalent of like a Chili's and that's all they could afford to do. 
And so it's like, as much as I like, it's, it's all kind of about perspective that it's like, I may not be rich, but at the same time, like I can comfortably go out and not worry that I'm not going to be able to pay my bills this month. Like it's, it's (laughs) when you look at it from kind of that perspective, it's like, you know what? Like I actually am able to live pretty comfortably, like even without being rich by American standards, by like today's American standards, like it's still like, I'm very comfortable and it's, there's a lot to be thankful for with that. It's a good feeling, man. Yeah. That's also what I was going for. Thank you, Paul. It, it makes, <laughs> I will say this, it makes adulting a little bit easier, right? Because you don't <laughs> yeah, have to worry. About, very good. <laughs> you don't have to worry. Yeah, very <laughs> good. That's called a callback. That's yeah. what we call in the biz, a callback. <laughs> That's showbiz, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else to add on uh, on Adam's topic? or <laughs> On having money? <laughs> yeah. Um, anything else? Can anyone think about anything else that might be nice about having money? Anybody? <laughs> anyone? I mean, you, you should probably invite a, a richer guest on next time. He can probably <laughs> can tell you a few things. For me, well, I, I didn't tell you. Yeah, yeah, I didn't tell you who we have on on January twentieth. Extremely That's wealthy true. person. Yeah. What a, what a, what a tease! Richard Branson is the person. The one and only virgin. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> Is that, that's going to be the whole hour? It's just <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Anytime Richard Branson says something, you just call him a virgin and a nerd. Hey, why did you name your company that, loser? Yeah, you never heard of the Mile High Club, Richard Branson? <laughs> <laughs> um, my topic today is... Uh, it was inspired by something that happened yesterday, so... <clears throat> Uh, I, I've talked about this before on the show, but I just I like history a lot, and I spend way too much time, uh, especially when I shouldn't be uh, doing this, looking through Wikipedia and just reading about stuff and history in particular. I read a lot about, and I came across a painting that I thought was cool. It was of uh, for anyone who cares, which I know nobody does, but I'm going to say it anyway. Something uh, in the Franco-Prussian War from the 1800s. It was like a bunch of guys. Uh, a bunch of German guys lined up in a row with rifles and stuff, and they were in the army. It's very cool. So then I started looking up a bunch of other paintings, and I found a, a bunch of like really famous historical paintings. And then I spent like literally an hour just scrolling through Google Images, and I wasted a lot of time. I, this happened across multiple uh, events throughout the day, so this wasn't all in one uh, take, but basically I was supposed to be working <laughs> at work at my job <laughs> for the first part <laughs> of the, of the uh, Wikipedia ing. And then I went home and I was supposed to do Christmas shopping for, uh, the evening online. And I ended up just scrolling through Google images for all the time I had available in the day, looking at a bunch of paintings and stuff. And like, there was a really, I don't remember any of the names. So this is a worthless discussion. I, I don't remember at all what the, the paintings were called or who they were by. Cause they were all in, in German and French and stuff. But, uh, there were like big boats, uh, like sh- uh, sailing ships exploding and people were like floating on the river, uh, on the ocean, holding onto barrels and stuff. And there were a bunch of like paintings of guys going to war and like half the people were just bleeding out on the side of the road and, uh, a lot of like Kings and stuff just standing in uh, in front of their thrones and things like that. And I 
came to realize that man, this painting stuff, this painting shit's pretty cool, and I had never realized <laughs> really realized shit that before. Is pretty cool. Yeah, you can quote <laughs> me on that. Uh, I I hadn't ever really uh, stop like looked at art and kind of stopped and thought like it, nothing's really kind of stopped me in my tracks before uh, in terms of like visual artwork like paintings and stuff. But yesterday I kind of did uh, stop in my tracks and think a lot about a lot of the stuff I was looking at and kind of got into the headspace of um, there's a difference between like what is being painted and who's painting it, right? Like a lot of times these paintings, like for example, the ships exploding was an incredible painting, obviously took a lot of talent and it was over something that was really important, some event that was really important to this individual who painted it. But that person who's painting it, it's not like they're on one of the ships that's going down, right? It's not from memory. It's not or it's not from something that's in front of them. It's just something that they're conceiving in their own mind of something that may have actually happened or maybe didn't happen. And I thought that was really cool. And it, and it took me out of uh, reality a little bit. And I spent a lot of time contemplating what I was looking at and uh, I liked it a lot. So I'm going to spend some time looking at, at paintings from now on. And I'm thinking about for once in my entire life, maybe decorating my apartment. So I, I've, I've gone through, a, uh, as you can tell a wide spectrum of emotions since <laughs> uh, my Google image search yesterday. I don't know if this is a, an idea that's uh, relevant to either of you. It probably isn't, but uh, I thought it was something that was cool. It definitely caught my eye, and it got me thinking, which is uh, kind of what this segment's all about. It's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it would be. I, um, but I, I do have a question for you. Were you, were you yeah. so – or I guess the, the real question is, do you think you'd be more moved to see these in person, or do you think the Google Images – Maybe buy it like on target.com is enough for you. I think for most of these, uh, I think for most of these, I would feel almost the same thing to see them in person as on the internet or as a poster or whatever. Um, some of the, I'm kind of exclusively talking about um, a particular time period, by the way, of like 1700s to 1800s, which art is obviously uh changes dramatically so i'm not talking about like abstract art or postmodernist or whatever but a lot of this modernist stuff and realism and things like that <clears throat> i think there's a lot of a lot of changes that comes with the texture of the paint and things like that that you can't get on a google image so i think and and i think that would be the only thing that would change it for me but it, it to probably get to what you're asking more directly is I wouldn't like travel to Italy or, or Berlin or whatever to see these in person just for the art. Right. Like, I don't think it's worth it to see it in person. Yeah. You, you answered my follow up question. Right. Yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I feel like, so for something work related at some point for a, a project we were working on for a client, I was looking up some art from like the revolutionary war. And it was kind of a funny thing where it's like, to some extent in order to to verify like that the art was what i was hoping it would be i was also on wikipedia looking up certain things and, and it is amazing how kind of the context for how certain art pieces comes up and then also like i don't know the older i get the more things like that do mean to me whereas the, it just seemed like something not worth my time when i was younger but the older i get the more both history and to some extent art from history especially does seem to be more significant to me 
This is all to say that I, I should probably decorate my apartment, basically. I should get a painting or something. So something else I noticed that when both of y'all were talking is y'all both mentioned you do this at work. Um, <laughs> do you think well, this I didn't is more on that. do you think this is more of a fact that you're enjoying your time not working or the fact that you're enjoying your time looking at Google images? Let's say like for example, would you be doing this at seven thirty PM on a Friday night? Well, I, I was yesterday. I was huh. I was okay, for like almost enough. my entire time at home after work. I did it a little bit at work. I decided to stop, and then when I went home, I did it for most of the time. Yeah. I wasn't at work. Fair enough. Your point is fair uh, for me, but at the same time, it, for me, it was less avoiding work because it actually was related to my work. And but I found that I was particularly enjoying it. Like it was work that I was enjoying doing because of what it was. So I th- I feel like halfway to some extent it was like this is work and it's unusual for me to enjoy anything. I, I mean I enjoy my work, but like any enjoyment of work is almost amplified <laughs> because not all work is enjoyable. But like so I don't know that I can say I would be doing it at seven p.m. on a Friday night. But even that being said, I did enjoy what I was doing for it still being work did you find a favorite zach what's up a, f- a favorite uh painting uh painting artist i don't either one um probably the one it would be either the one with like two ships blowing up i don't know who, what it's called or who it's by uh, <laughs> yeah that should narrow it down the, <laughs> yeah <laughs> or the one where again i don't know who it's by or, or what it's called but there were a bunch of just like 1800s German soldiers lining up, like shooting their guns at the same time in a big row. And the guy on the end, I think, was uh, he he had like just gotten shot or something. So he was like falling back and holding his stomach or something like that. So is that the one you're going to put on, on top of your TV or on top of your bed? <laughs> uh, so I've got one above my TV now. Um, I think I'll put uh, I think I'll put the the ships blowing up in the bedroom for sure i feel like the guys in a row and some of them dying is not really appropriate bed bedroom artwork mm. different feng shui i guess then yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah uh that's pretty much going to wrap up uh my topic so um any anything to add on on anything we've discussed today or um is that it for the positive rants um, I guess I, got. I guess the only thing I would note, I think it might say, well, I think y'all might have mentioned this in the past, but um, we spent about 40 to 45 minutes on the negative rant portion of the show <laughs> and a good 20 to uh, 20 to 25 minutes on the uh, positive rant of the show. So, we always do. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think that's, <laughs> that's I think that's usually how it kind of plays out. But well, uh, part of that, I will say, is because um, I usually sit down to prepare content for the show about 30 seconds to one minute before I'm supposed to start recording. And so by the time I'm done, uh, the time is up. I've only gotten halfway through my negative rant notes and have nothing for my positive rant. So that's always very painfully obvious, but I think that kind of uh, <laughs> translates into a shorter positive rant segment, at least on my end. <laughs> it makes sense i mean i'm looking at my notes for this episode and i i prepared them a bit ahead of time not just like two minutes before the show but for okay, my negative roller. rant related to like digital storage i have like five or six bullet points and then for my positive rant i literally just have written scene family and so it, <laughs> <laughs> i mean <laughs> Clearly, my preparation reflects my expectations for how long I'm going to talk about these. 
I have paintings, enter, tab. I was looking through some artwork. That's as far as I got. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's a typical trend that we spend a lot more time on things we yeah. hate rather than things we like. Well, but that's kind of the theme of the show. It is a Zach Andrews hosted show. Creation. Exactly. You know, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, and, Adam, thank you so much for joining us on this 29th episode. Of course. Anytime. Uh, yeah, it was great having you. I really liked uh, st- the topics that you brought to the table today. We had some good discussions. I appreciate you coming on and uh, and participating. For sure. Like I said at the beginning of the show, uh, you can find us on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, and Overcast. Uh, we really appreciate it if you uh, left a rating and review on iTunes. We haven't gotten one of those in a long time and mean a lot. And uh, again, you can find us on Twitter at Not All Bad Show. And you can email us at notallbadshow at gmail.com. You can do that to either become a guest on the show like Adam was today or to submit your random rant ideas. And uh, if you're submitting random rant ideas, please put random rant idea in the subject line. That would mean a lot. Uh, Finally, uh, if you liked what you heard today, uh, it would also mean a lot if you told a friend about the show. Just uh, let them know about Not All Bad and that you liked what you heard on episode 29 or any other episode and... Uh, just tell people about it. It would be super cool. So, um, once again, thank you to li- thank you uh, for listening, and thank you to Adam for uh, coming on the show and and being a guest in our time of need when we had neither a guest nor a random rant idea for today's episode. He he stepped up and listened to a bunch of our uh, back episodes <laughs> before coming on to be fully caught up, and I appreciate that. Yeah, of course. Uh, to be honest, I did binge a few of them there at the end today. <laughs> um, so it's been a lot of Paul and Zach today. Um, but yeah, I, I did leave a review at one point. Uh, I think it was so did, yeah. it was so mean that Paul refused to read it on air um, <laughs> around episode twelve or three. I don't know what oh, point it was, but I remember that. just a downright refusal to even get it, give it any airtime. So let let that be your goal for those leaving reviews on, on iTunes. But the important thing is you let the five star rating, which is really correct. Really care yes, about. yeah. <laughs> Well, this has been uh, episode 29 of, of Not All Bad, and I'm Zach Andrews. This is Paul Messman. And Adam, you can introduce yourself one last time. Uh, I, don't, I don't think introduce here is the right word, but this is, this right. is Adam Hetherington. Sign it off. This has been episode 29. Dance like nobody's watching. Rant like nobody's listening. <laughs>